When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 70 with Mr. Yeah, 670? Yeah, 670 with Mr. 670, 760. 760 is, is miles per hour of the speed of sound. 670 is millions of miles an hour of the speed of light. I always remember that. Not important because that's not what we're talking about today. Mr. Paul Adams, who was on here last, we were just talking about that, I think May. And shout out to my friend Bethany, who is the one that originally had me reach out to you to have you on this podcast. And, uh, your website, no jab for me, and you were you were for several months. You were my most viewed Rumble episode at that twenty four thousand, right. and unfortunately, you were eclipsed. But you're still in the top ten. But Mr. Well, Adams, thank you, thank you uh, so much, Thomas, for having me back again. You know, it's it's amazing how things work out. Um, sometimes you you think it's all over, and just then there's like a a, a, a wind on your back, a divine intervention, whatever you want to call it that uh, keeps pushing you forward, and things happen. Uh, unbeknownst to you, they happen. Um, we were just discussing briefly here before we got on the air uh, how back in May of last year, Twitter had suspended me, and my website, nojabforme.info, was primarily relying on Twitter to get you know the viewership. And for some reason, uh, the website all of a sudden became viral without Twitter. Uh, people were talking about it in the Alex Jones show. Uh, the high Wire Dale Bigtree talked about it. I had somebody call me up. They said, you know, Dr. Tenpenny, she mentioned your website. She calls it the Bible of Vaccine Info. Ignore at your own risk. I said, What? <laughs> And, and within a period of three weeks, there was over 1.2 million views, and the word got out. Now, the, the website back then only had maybe 300, maybe 400 links that I had done research on, uh, but now it's over 550 links, and I think I'm going to stop there. Uh, it is a very well-documented, researched website, and I do it out of love. More than anything else, I care. I care about humanity. I care about children. I care about dislocated families. I care about unemployed people. I care about, you know, all, all the, 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 the propaganda that's out, that's out there, you know, belittling us, demonizing us for being um, anti-vaxxers. We're not anti-vaxxers. I believe in vaccines. I believe in tried, true, tested, safe, 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 safe vaccines. Please understand. That's what, you know, the whole Nuremberg Code and the, the trials that ensued were all about. It was about give us a choice and give us indications that the risks are not over the top, you know. They, 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 the benefits outweigh the risks. But now what we're seeing is, and we're going to go through this. I've got some notes here I'm going to share with you. What we're seeing is there's a preponderance of evidence that's showing that these jabs are not safe. They're anything but safe. So even if they were the best thing, the next best thing since penicillin, you still have a right to refuse to take on this medical intervention. 100% informed consent and it's, you have to be able to you can, you're allowed to just say i don't want it you're allowed to say that exactly exactly there should be no coercion no any kind of pressure any removal of your rights to enjoy you know your your employment to enjoy your your education your association with others to transact to travel none of that should be taken from you because you decide, well, I don't want it. Mm. Okay. Um, there's some things here that I've uh, sure. researched that I want to share with you because 
Uh, yeah, take it away. I'm in. I'm in the passenger seat. I'm. Uh, are you? We are okay. in. We are in. Paul, we are on podcast right now. Okay. All right. So let let's talk a little bit about the damage these injections have caused. Um, there have been roughly twenty one thousand deaths in twenty twenty one from the COVID nineteen jabs in one year alone. Okay. This is this is verified, confirmed, corroborated. It's in VAERS. The VAERS numbers show it. Uh, just to put this into some perspective, the total number of deaths in the last 30 years for all vaccines combined are a total of 1,227. Do you see where there's a bit of a problem here? 1,227 total number of deaths in the last 30 years for all other vaccines, but in 2021, we have 21,000 deaths by COVID-19 jabs. Do um, you think maybe there's a problem there, Joe Biden? Uh, Rochelle Walensky, do you, ever, do you ever research these numbers, Fauci? I mean, do you guys even do this? I mean, this is part of your job description. You realize that, right? I mean, you're, you're, you're telling us that you're part of the you know, the CDC's Center of Disease Control and Prevention. It's more like Center for Disease um, Spread and Transmission. That's what this is all about. And now Walensky says that 70, 75% of the vaccine deaths had preconditions. Or really, you do not say. All of a sudden, you're looking into the real causes of deaths when back in March of, tw- of 2020, March 24th, 2020, to be exact, you issued out a directive to all medical practitioners to ascribe the cause of death on the death certificates in part one of the death certificate as COVID-19, irrespective of any tests or autopsies on the mere assumption that's in bold text, by the way, on the assumption that somebody may have contracted COVID-19, but now all of a sudden you're telling us that these vaccinated people are not dying from the vaccines, they're dying because of preconditions. Get your story straight. Uh, You're wobbling all over the map and your credibility is totally out the window. You've lied to the American people one time you're impeachable. You're an impeachable witness. You have no standing at all. Zero, zip, zilch, nada. It, 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 it just boggles the mind, okay? So, for those of you who do not know what the hell exactly is this mRNA gene therapeutic, let's rehearse for you again, okay? This is what the doctors are telling us. This mRNA injection will not just sit quietly in your arm. It will spread throughout your body. It's like D-Day. It's 30 trillion small small molecules going throughout your system. And what they do is they direct your cells to start producing the pathogen in the form of a spike protein. There's no off switch for that. You are a a pathogen generator now. It will not stop. There's no antidote for that. So the spike protein will accumulate into your body and eventually will cause you ADE, antibody-dependent enhancement, or autoimmune diseases. Your body will start fighting off its own cells when it encounters another virus because it cannot cope. And you will die. This is what the prediction is. The animal studies have shown that time and time again. The animals have died. Now, you can also kiss your life insurance policy goodbye because the death benefits are not going to come to you because you have been jabbed with this experimental mRNA vaccine and life insurance companies will not pay off. Is that is that that's something I actually didn't know. That's true. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's what's going on. Can, right. You can cor- you can corroborate it. Okay. So 
don't get mad at people like us. Get mad at Congress, okay, at the White House. Get mad at the father of the vaccine. You know who I'm talking about, Mr. Warp Speed, right? Mm -hmm. Get mad at those people because they keep telling you time and time again that these jabs are not going to harm you. They're telling you nobody's dying from these vaccines. So you even have now the former CDC director, Robert Redfield, who is now a senior health advisor to Maryland Governor Hogan. 45%, he said, of all deaths in hospitals are of the fully vaccinated. In Israel, we have the same kind of story. 80 to 90% of, hof- of hospitalizations are of the fully vaccinated. The CEO of an insurance company in Indiana said there's a rise in deaths from a year ago. It's not a 5% rise or a 10% rise. It's a 40% rise in deaths. It's unheard of. He said, um, I do believe he also said a 10% rise is something that you would see in a once every 200 year catastrophe, freak tsunami, volcano, earthquake, Right, that would be 10%. Right, right. And let me not get started with the adverse events on pregnant women. Okay, because all of a sudden the CDC and all the states, the states have websites for these jabs and they have, you know, instructions on what to do, what not to do, who is eligible, who is not. And they always tell pregnant women, you're safe. You can, you can take these jabs. When in the clinical synopsis of these clinical trials for Pfizer and Moderna, it was stipulated explicitly that breastfeeding and pregnant women were to be categorically excluded. You never test something like that on a pregnant woman. And we've got now 4,800 pregnant women reporting adverse events related to COVID vaccines, including 1,533 reports of miscarriages and premature birth. You even have the head of the Biological Health Threats and Vaccine Strategy at the European Medicines Agency, EMA, Marco Cavallari, his name is, warned that the Wuhan coronavirus booster shots are a dangerous prospect and not something that we can think should be repeated constantly. Even the WHO has said so much. You cannot shoot your way out of a pandemic with booster shots. In fact, the more shots a person gets, the weaker his immune system becomes. And it's been confirmed time and time again by clinicians, by doctors, by labs. They're telling you your immunity, your your natural immunity is being deteriorated, degraded, destroyed at a rate of 5% per week in some cases. Until you've got none, until you've got zero immunity left. So this is the grand, the grand deception. It's a, it's a, it's, it's definitely a depopulation agenda, disguised as a health incentive to cure us from a pandemic that was contrived from day one, with all kinds of magic numbers. You know, let's 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 talk about the death numbers. Oh, yeah, there's all kinds of death numbers because we have stipulated that every case is to be a COVID-19 death. And then you change the word asymptomatic. You change the word cases. You you change the definitions so that your agenda can roll forward, you see. Asymptomatic was never the driving force of a disease, of a pandemic. And even Fauci has said so much in a, in a briefing. But they changed that all of a sudden. So now it's the asymptomatic who are spreading the disease, don't you know? Because they're testing positive with this PCR test that is 95% flawed, gives 95% false positives because of the excess cycles it it goes through, anything over 25 amplification cycles, forget about it. Even Fauci has said so much. It's like taking a high-resolution image, a great 4K image, 
and zooming in, zooming in, zooming in, zooming in, then going, look, it's pixelated. And you're like, well, yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. Yeah, no, it's a it's an Ansel Adams uh, photo. It's an 8K resolution. Yeah. It's a Hasselblad from the moon. And it's like, well, no, we zoomed in 600 times. You see the pixels? Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. Or it's like going into a wool factory and saying to somebody, uh, can you pick me some lint here? I, I want to know if there's any wool in the factory. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes, you know, and people don't realize that there's all kinds of incentives for hospitals to enumerate COVID-19 cases. Mm-hmm. They're paid 30, 13000 for every COVID-19 admission, 39000 for every patient they put on a ventilator. And that's just the beginning. The, the, there's more to that. There's an added bonus for each COVID-19 diagnosis, another bonus for the admission to the hospital, a 20% boost bonus payment from Medicare on the entire hospital bill for the use of remdesivir instead of any other therapeutic like ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. There's another large bonus payment to hospital if a COVID patient is mechanically ventilated. I already mentioned that. More money if the death is listed as COVID-19, even if the patient did not die directly of COVID-19. And also a bonus to the coroner for designating the death as COVID-19. Okay, so what do you think the hospitals are going to do with all those kinds of incentives? Yeah, it, they're going to sit back and say, "Oh no, it wasn't uh, COVID nineteen. It was uh, it was tuberculosis. It was uh, influenza." Yeah. No, they're going to do that. Yeah, no. don't 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 get mad at the dog for chasing the bone. Right. You put out a fiduciary incentive. Yeah, yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Okay, so let me get uh, focusing a little bit here on remdesivir. I, I just discovered this information here recently. There are 67 controlled studies, first of all, on ivermectin's, ivermectin's effect on COVID-19 that show a 67% improvement in COVID patients, and over 298 hydroxychloroquine studies that show a 64% improvement in COVID-19 patients. You would think with that kind of a backdrop, with those kind of studies out there, that the scientific community would be chasing after ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, that the politicians would be all over the hospitals instructing them to use these proven therapeutics now so we can save lives now. No. Instead, what? In 2020, of, uh, in April of 2020, Fauci says remdesivir is to be the gold standard. Nothing else. Remdesivir. Now, when you check into remdesivir, there was a study done in treating in the treatment of Ebola in December of 2019. And they used four drugs, including remdesivir. And just to get to the to the nitty-gritty here, remdesivir was administered to 175 patients. Guess how many died? One ten. One out of ten? No, one ten. Oh, one ten. Oh, one hundred and ten. Okay, you're pretty close. Ninety-three. Ninety-three. Hey. 93. <laughs> not something to cheer about. I don't know why I'm excited. I'm happy that I got the number close. Not that I'm cheering for that. It makes me look. N- n- Ninety-three out of one hundred and seventy-five. That's fifty-three point one percent died. Okay. For patients with a high viral load. 64 out of 75 died, 85, that's 85.3%. And yet, they, they administer remdesivir on patients, which has the effect of shutting down their kidneys. You get kidney failure with remdesivir. And then there's a chain of events that follows. Because once you have a, the, the, the lockdown of your kidneys and you cannot excrete you start accumulating fluid in your body. You get edema. And that creates pulmonary edema. And the only thing you can use to treat pulmonary edema is intubation. You have to put somebody in a ventilator. And nine out of 10 intubations result in death, according to 
Bloomberg. So you see how that works. You got remdesivir, proven to kill 53.1% of patients in that Ebola study. It induces kidney failure. The kidney shut down. Now we have edema, pulmonary edema. Now we put the patient on a ventilator. Nine times out of 10, the ventilator will kill that patient. You were, another terrible analogy, you ever, me and my brothers used to go to this casino and play roulette and you just, we just, it was like, you just poke the buttons, right? And it was yeah. just, you could just, what do you want? Black, red, or do you want evens? Do you want odds? Do you want two through 20? And every once in a while, you just hit a bunch and you get them all at once and they light up and you're like, you won $2, $8, $16, $110. And you'd hit them all and you'd be like, I did it. Use remdesivir, put them on a ventilator and they <laughs> die. Ding, 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 ding. It's just, yeah, hey, but it's the chips are rolling. But again, at the cost of human life. But yeah, it seems right. like a well-calculated evil, but well-calculated financial gain. There's every indication, and there's other clues I'm going to allude to here in a minute, but there's every indication that this has been a very well-rehearsed, planned genocide. Mm. There's no other way to put it. They have picked all the metrics, all the ingredients to create death, to cause death. Now, let's ask ourselves, whatever happened to the seasonal flu? Remember people used to get the flu? You know, uh, you'd stay home for a few days. You know, I got the flu. I'll be back on Monday, sir. You know, I'll be back to work or back to school. And we are talking, we are here, flu is where people symptomatic. It's symptomatic. Like back then, we had asymptomatic people that, oh, you're not showing any symptoms. You must have the flu because you tested positive. No, it's not like that. That's not how we were working back then. You had the symptoms of the flu, you were symptomatic, and you had either influenza A or B. Uh, so whatever happened to the flu? Because over the last 10 years, the flu numbers, as far as cases, ranged anywhere between, you know, 8 million to 33 million a year. Is that globally or U.S.? In, in the U.S. Okay. In the U.S. And, and I've got these numbers from the WHO here. I've got a chart. Okay. 2019, 2020, there were 30 million cases in the United States. Okay. How many cases do you think were recorded in 2021? What were the 2019-2020 numbers? 2019-2020 were 30 million cases. Even if there were 20 million cases. Sure, sure. And I and I know, I mean, I know it, it was, I know that I'm not going in completely blind. I know people said dramatically, 8 million. <laughs> no. One, 1 million. Uh. No. 500,000. 100,000. Uh, no, 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 no. no. 10,000. Uh, no. <laughs> 1,000. Um, you almost hit it. 1,675. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, what's that? What's that percentage? What's that percentage down from thirty million to sixteen hundred? I mean, what? So sixteen hundred times a thousand would be sixteen million times two thousand thirty-two million. So now it's down to one out of every two two thousandths. Does that make any sense at all to you? No. I mean, to to, to anybody, to anybody out there who's listening to this, it, does it, this? It would make sense if we hit a technological singularity and the vast majority of humans were uploaded into a silicon brain and thus weren't humans anymore, and a few remaining got the seasonal flu. That, that's about it. Well, the CDC in its own website has an explanation for this. The, the simple explanation for this is that 
the masks and the social distancing and the hand washing uh, took care of the seasonal flu. That's why we went from 30 million to 1,675. Then why the hell did COVID spread? There you go. (laughs) (laughs) You know how many cases we had in 2021 for COVID? 60 million cases. 60 million cases. Come and get it. And that's from the faulty PCR test that provides you with false positives, you know, 95% of the time. And who knows what else, you know, just to pump the numbers. It makes absolutely no sense that you can have 60 million cases of COVID, only 1,675 cases of flu, when the previous year you had 30 million cases of the flu, okay? I'm not buying this. I'm not buying this bullshit one second. Okay, you you want you want to peddle this shit to a kitten gardener? Maybe, maybe. But even a even a five year old would tell you this does not make any sense at all. So, any organization you know that has lied this much to the public is de facto. Decomm- decommissionable. I mean, it should not even exist. Yeah. It should be completely taken down, and we need to reboot, restart the whole system. Now, some backdrop here on this whole COVID nineteen plan, because it was a plan to begin with, and we've done the research, and there is documents, and there is websites that provide the evidence. It's not just me blowing smoke. The last thing I want to do after all this is to come out as somebody who is blowing hot air. Okay. Then I'm pulling stuff out of my ass. I don't want to do that. I've done the freaking research. And when I tell you, this is how it is. This is how it is. And I, I am exasperated by some of these lawyers and doctors who are not mentioning these facts. If a guy like me living in his freaking van can do all this fucking research, why can't you sitting in your freaking villa do the same kind of research? Huh? I, because I, I think the answer is they have. I don't I don't I'm not on board with a lot of people say, how are they so stupid? I don't think they're stupid. I think they're maliciously competent. Of course they That's are. Occam's razor is is they if you and I can figure it out, you and your van, me and my little apartment, if we're figuring it out, right? They know it. They're not, you know. It's a little kid going. How does everyone else still believe in Santa? How do my parents believe in Santa? Santa can't go to a hundred million homes in one night. Well, hey, no kid, hey, your parents know it too. Right, right. No, here, here we have here we have a document. From 2017, a document from 2017 from the World Integrated Trade Solution, which is a division of the World Bank, big website. It was distributing COVID-19 test kits throughout the world in 2017. What? In 2017, in its own website, it says, 2017, we are distributing these medical assessment packages or whatever they call them, but for COVID-19, specifically for COVID-19. That seems like the biggest smoking gun out there. I I, I need you to email me that specific link so I can put it in the description for people. I will definitely do that. I'll be more than happy. In fact, I've got a video. I've got a video of the whole website. So then here's what happened in, in 2016, if we want to go back to 2016, and the governments of Canada's website, Canada.ca, there is a mention there of COVID-19. They were trying to procure, it was hand grenades and pepper spray, I believe, for COVID-19 when uprisings would, uh, would start, et cetera. Now, that's, that's minor. It's not, it's not huge. Sure. You, they're, they're always preparing for uprisings. They're always wargaming. 
us. Is it COVID-19? Is it a George Floyd scenario? It's... But they mentioned COVID-19 in 2016. Okay. 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 Yeah. Then you have the October 15, 16 of 2019 meeting. It's what's called the, fa- the Vaccine Safety Net Workshop by the WHO. What's interesting about that particular meeting, and they've taken, they've scrubbed it down. I still have the uh, the screenshots of that website, but what they said within that website is, for the first time ever, four WHO divisions, UNICEF, CDC, Gavi, member states, technology companies, Pinterest, Facebook, YouTube, Microsoft, and Google. Academia and VSN members were all in one room to strengthen ties, paving the way for collaborations to surface trustworthy, science-based, high-quality vaccine safety information in the digital sphere. Does that strike you a little bit odd that all these people would be gathered in one room in 2019 to discuss all this? And, and, and this coincides, by the way, with the event 201 mm-hmm. that was sponsored by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, okay? Well, and then two years prior, SPARS. There was SPARS and Clay, uh, Clavex by uh, John Hopkins. So anyway, you have, you have a confluence of events here that point to only one thing, a premeditated pandemic. There's no other way to describe it. So... Imagine there is no way to fight COVID-19. And I came to you and I said, uh, I've just got a new therapy here. It's, 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 it's not going to prevent transmission. It's not going to prevent infection, you know, but it may, you know, just lessen your symptoms a little bit, just a, a little tiny bit, but then... Also, your immune system will erode at, at a rate of 5% per, per week, you know, but that, that, that's neither here nor there. You don't have to worry about it, okay? You, 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 think, you think you would step up to the plate and take that kind of uh, intervention, medical intervention? No, I'd, I'd say get the fuck off my property. <laughs> <laughs> Darted? What are you talking about? You'd have the shotgun ready and you'd be chasing me out down the street. Yeah, I'd be like, I don't know what you're selling. I I would, I'd probably just somehow assume you're a pedophile. That's where my mind would go to. I'd be like, I don't know how it all ties in, but you're after the kids. That's where I would go with it. It just, it sounds too much like, hey, kid, you want some candy in in this van full of puppies? Uh, My answer to that kind of a proposition would be. A no button for everybody listening. He has a no button, <laughs> but but that's where we are. And you know, you see the goalpost. You know, you will not get COVID if you have this. Okay, you might get it. You will not go to the hospital. Okay, well, you won't spread it. Okay, well, if you, you won't spread it as much. To I mean, didn't was it Alan Burla, the the CEO of Pfizer? Didn't he say like a week ago, two shots provide little if any, direct quote, little, if any, protection. That's all you need to know. And if, and if, you, if you quote the CEO of Pfizer, I'm already banned from most of social media, so it doesn't matter for me anymore. Oh, yeah. You'll get suspended. If you quote, if you quote, if you even upload the video of him talking, even just yeah, don't put don't put anything in the comment. Don't be like, hey, look at this asshole. <clears throat> if you just clip it and upload it, don't say a word. Just upload it. Albert Bourla, who is the CEO of Albert. Pfizer, and who has a thick Greek accent, like he just stepped out of the boat. Um, he was on an interview, and he said that the reason the reason I'm not taking the uh, the vaccines uh, is because I, yeah, I, I I don't want to create this impression that I'm cutting into the line, you know, and. Um, <laughs> That's that's how he thinks. Okay, this, this guy's a. You could maybe make that pitch in the first days of rolling it out. You could maybe make that pitch, and it will look like yeah. good PR. But man, yeah. we're now mandating people to get the third shot. I mean, come on. I mean, 
just 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 wrap your head around this. Okay, this guy is putting out billions of doses of batches out there, but he does not have the wherewithal to find himself just one dose for himself, okay, to protect his family. Because after all, it's about protecting your family too. If you don't get injected, you're you're a nuisance to the rest of the world, to your community, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. That's the propaganda they're putting out there. He says, well, I'm not in the front line, so I do not have, you know, the kind of exposure that other people have to COVID, and therefore I do not qualify. Well, you know, I, you know, maybe <laughs> there's a little solidarity because, you know, I feel the same. I don't – I do a podcast from my from my apartment – I don't want to cut in, man. There are a lot of people that until everyone in the world is vaccinated, I will, I'll let you, I will carry this cross. I'll carry it. I'll get it last. You can, you can call me a patriot. You can call me a saint. You don't need to. I'm just doing my job, but I'll get it last. I'll let Burla go before me. I'll get the last shot. That's what I'm here for. I have with the power of God behind me. Guys, I'll, I'll do it. You know, I admire people like you. Uh, <laughs> you are <laughs> true blue American. <laughs> Flag shuddering behind me. This is what this country was built on. No, you go first. I don't yeah. need it. I don't need a parachute. You jump out first. I'll get the I last I think one. I'm going to go a step further and say, you know, Albert Bourla, you take not only the first shot, the second shot. I want you to take all the other booster shots that are be coming uh take them ahead of everybody else just just do that maybe he, and, if he uh, does that maybe that will reduce vaccine hesitancy maybe you know i think he could even but, be more of a hero but here's the problem lately that's uh surfacing these these batches that they're sending out throughout the world okay uh they're not all alike yeah. i mean you would expect you would expect that Quality control is the number one issue with a vaccine. You know, you want to make sure that all the batches are uniformly the same, that they deliver the same pathology, the same, you know, impact. They have the same. Everything is the same. Everything. But not with them. No, 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 no. Each batch number has different effects on people. Some batches are more lethal their lethality is greater than other batches and for everyone uh, that thinks paul and i are speaking out of our ass uh episode uh six four three i believe of this podcast as well as six four two six four two is with dr oddity bargava the head of mrna research at ucsf uh, which is pretty much the Harvard of the West Coast. I know I failed to get in there when I was applying to medical school. And then the following episode, 643, was with Dr. Malone and Dr. Oddity Bargava. And this is exactly what they talked about, was the uh, there was no even distribution of the size of the lipid nanoparticles and thus the uh, distribution matrix of the mRNA molecules. So there's right. something like a 30 to 90, if I might be getting it wrong, 30 to 90 times difference maybe it's three to nine regardless they are nowhere near uniform and it's off by an order of magnitude the other astonishing thing is that if you were to spread out the data on a timeline uh, you would see that certain batches that were distributed at certain intervals uh, are more deadly than others in other words they would say on the first week of april we're going to distribute the less lethal batches on the second week of April will distribute the more lethal batches. And so you have these spikes in the adverse events and the deaths for certain batch numbers. And the attorney, Reiner Fulmick, I don't know if you heard of him. Uh, he's very much uh, involved in preparing lawsuits. And he says this particular fact alone of these batch numbers varying in their lethality uh, based on the time that they were distributed is proof positive that there has been a concerted effort to determine which is the most lethal way to create a genocide, to depopulate the world. Staggering. Yeah. So um, there's a wonderful interview of him just uh, recently uh, on the 15th of January, I believe it was, that uh, 
was broadcast, and he does reiterate a lot of the things we talked about. His first contention was that the PCR tests are completely flawed and irrelevant, and therefore the whole thing is a scam, because without that, you have no case, you have no pandemic. Um, so let's remember here that the Nuremberg Code is the gold standard, it's the benchmark. Every medical association ascribes to the Nuremberg Code. Informed consent is the kingpin. I mean, you cannot pass go without informed consent. And for crimes against humanity, the penalty is always death. Uh, there is no way of cutting corners. Uh, any way you slice and dice this, you cannot get by by saying, oh, well, we didn't know that there was no Nuremberg Code. Well, ignorance of the law is no excuse either. Uh, you have to make sure you fully understand. And one thing that I have done uh, on my own accord, without any uh, legal advice, because very few lawyers want to touch this with a 10-foot pole, let me tell you, is that I have created notices of liability for crimes against humanity to be issued, served, presented to any establishment, whether it's a restaurant, tavern, club, gym, theater, uh, school, place of employment. And that notice of liability advises the recipient that they will be named as accomplices and perpetrators in crimes against humanity for aiding and abetting in these horrific crimes where people are being pushed to inject themselves with experimental mRNA gene-altering uh, therapies, information packages, without their informed consent. So tinyurl.com forward slash NOL444 is the URL. You can go and download the NOL and then tailor it to your specific needs. That's the least I can do. That's the least I can do. People need to be put on notice. You have no right to be pushing us into taking any kind of experimental device. And you cannot be at the same time beaming from ear to ear as you deprive us of our liberties. There's, there's no way, okay? And if push comes to shove, I see red. So I have no problem whatsoever in taking back liberties that our progenitors have fought and paid for dearly. And the millions of others have died in World War II just to give us some liberty, to you know. Establish the Nuremberg Codes. Right. They've already been paid for in blood. They've been paid for in blood. And this generation, I'm sorry to say this, I call it the Starbucks generation. You know, they're lined up every morning at the Starbucks to get their little bottle, you know, their little baby bottle, you know, to, to warm their little tummies up. You know, you need to wake up. Wake the fuck up. And that's all I have to uh, contribute today. Um, if you want to discuss something else relevant. Sure. We got a couple more minutes. <clears throat> so what I always like to... Uh, say to people is you know there is something you can do and it, it's very enough anyone that's listened to this podcast even relatively regularly knows the analogy i'm going to use but it's like if you if it's like if there's a huge storm right and knocks out power and there's branches everywhere like sure i mean you do kind of have to wait for the linemen to put the power back in you know you don't want to get electrocuted there is some heavy lifting work but you can go out there you know, with a broom and start, you know, just getting twigs off the sidewalk. You see a, you know, a log or a branch that's fallen on a car, like you and someone else can move it off. You can start doing something. Or maybe a little, maybe a little more uh, relatable would be just trash. Just walk into the gym, walk into, see a, you know, I'm not saying touch it and get hep C. I don't know, but, you know, put a glove on, put something on, 
pick up a cigarette, pick up a styrofoam cup. You can mm-hmm. put something in the trash can. It's little, it's tiny, but it helps you be removed from learned helplessness. I can't do anything. Some Elon Musk character or the government needs to come in and clean this. No, mm-hmm. you can go get one of those trash picker uppers and you can walk around and start doing your part and start doing a little bit and you feel like you're doing something, right? Many, many hands make light work where you can just a little bit at a time, you can all do something. You can do something, whether it's just enlightening yourself or hell, you could even take time out of your day and try to prove us wrong. Try to prove Paul wrong. Try to prove me wrong. And if you prove me wrong, I'll happily have you on here. You know, do something. And if you can't find a way to prove us wrong, all right, learn about it. Okay, what else can I do? And obviously there is a direct conflict of interest because this is my podcast, but don't just do it with mine. Do it with any episode on any podcast about this, Rogan, Aubrey Marcus, whatever. Share it. Put it online. Put it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, Gab, Parler, whatever. Okay, well, Tommy, if I do that, what if I get banned? There is still an effect. You got banned. Now other people in your direct orbit, maybe your buddy, your college roommate, they're looking at you and they're going, dude, why'd you get banned? Like, you're the most milk toast guy I know. And you go, I, I just posted an interview with the inventor of the mRNA vaccine. You've now red, red, red pilled them. Every little thing you can do, it does have an effect. You might not see it, but you right. know, it's the, like, the, the, the thing is, the thing is that uh, obviously there's there's a torrent of information out sure. there. Torrent. Uh, there's just too much too much to digest all at once. Um, And when you get into the research part of it and you start figuring out, you know, what happened from day one or 10 years ago, it's going to take time. And you'd have to take your time, do it slowly, don't rush it. Uh, it's going to hit you. It's going to hit you like a ton of bricks because all of a sudden your whole worldview is going to be crushed. Mm -hmm. What you thought was the truth, what you thought about the government, what you thought about Biden, about Pelosi and the rest of the gang, Fauci, is all of a sudden false, okay? This is not the first time we've seen this movie played out, by the way, some of us. We've seen it happen before with the swine flu, with H1N1. They use the same tactics, the same playbook to get people to to, to fear the virus, to wear on the masks, to take the vaccines, da-da-da, and then the injuries. Then we had the injuries and the lawsuits. So it's happened before, except this time it's more than just another episode. This is about resetting the whole system to a new world order where everybody's tracked digitally, where you're, you're, you're in the internet of things. Your every thought is monitored. Your movement is monitored. Everything, your finances, your health, everything. So this is what they're, they're aiming for. They're pushing for, and it's their last chance. I mean, it's their last little window of opportunity and it's crumbling. They know their narrative is crumbling. They're going for it. They're going for it. And these are the kind of people that will not back down ever, ever. They will double down, triple down, whatever they have to do. They'll even start a war. They'll do do whatever they can to distract our attention from what the facts are. So be ready. Be ready because they, they have no conscience. These are sociopaths. These are people that have no empathy, no feelings of remorse, no, no, no feelings of having ever done anything wrong. Because for them, it's for a higher good, don't you know? The higher good is a, a planet with a smaller population where they have better control of the population. You know, the smaller the number, the better the control. Uh, and they can enrich themselves in so doing. You know, they can, well, after all these billions of people die, guess who's going to own all this property that they've left behind? Mm-hmm. I wonder who would that be? Um, so, you know, it's a very nefarious, I'm not going to get into the spiritual, um, metaphysical aspects of this this polemic, 
because it's it's really not even worth discussing at this point in time. There's so many other facts that you have to focus in on, zero in on. But I will say it because they even claim it that there is a Luciferian <laughs> agenda out there, and they're taking great pride in it. Mm-hmm. it it's not like you know they, they try to hide it. I mean, even here in LA, we've got Lucifer's Pizza for crying out loud. And Nike came out with these shoes. Mm-hmm. Remember? Mm-hmm. And so it goes. They, 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 they know how to subliminally, you know, sprinkle us with the facts so that they can program us slowly, slowly to, to accepting the new reality, as, as it were, you know. Uh, they do it in subtle little steps. It's a huge PSYOP operation. There's many limited hangouts, controlled opposition, whatever you want to call them, uh, all the way from pastors to uh, educators, you name it. Uh, so that's that's it. My website, nojabforme.info, um, is also a companion to a new website now, covidfear.net not com, but dot exposed, covidfear.exposed. It's got a lot of social shares in a matter of, uh, since December 24th, over a thousand shares. Um, so I'm, I'm doing my part. I'm creating little videos. They're up on Rumble. I will never stop. This is not going to end just because I've had this little nice interview with Thomas here. It's, uh, it's, it's <laughs> it Zev, just as Zev Zelenko says, this is the hill. This is the hill I'm going to die on. They're coming for your kids. They're saying that you can't be that you can't belong in polite society. They're otherizing people. They're trying to make us a two caste system. This one's it. There's there's a lot of things where you can go. Yeah, not, that one's not for me. But this one's here. Yeah. And um, my next guest just entered the waiting room. So. Okay. Mr. Paul Adams, thank you so thank much. Thank you so God much. God bless you, sir. I'll email you when this is up, and I'll put all you. your links in the description. Till next time, my man. Take God care. God bless you. God Bye-bye. bless you as well. Thank you so much, sir. Recording stopped.